You're listening to Zap Nights Zap Chats, a monthly video game discussion. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Zap Chats. Yay! Um, I'm your host, Danny. I'm your co-host, Kaylee, I think. I don't I don't know if we normally do that for Zap Chats, but it doesn't matter. Now you know we're both here. Um, Yay! So, uh, this is for September 2020. Oh man, guys, 2020 is almost over. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm missing so many aspects of normal normalcy. I know, it's like been so bad. I we usually are going to um, uh, see bands and stuff a lot this time of year, and we haven't done any of that this year. We did a few like super early in the year, but we haven't done any, you know, since the lockdown started. And yeah, it it doesn't look like it'll be back anytime soon. Maybe next year if we're lucky, but we do have a um we have a concert scheduled for November that hasn't been canceled yet. So I'm still curious to know if that's gonna happen <laughs> or not. We'll see. So yeah. what have you been playing, Gilly? Final Fantasy VIII, and I've actually been playing it on time like a good person. Nice. Like a responsible You've been keeping up with me, right? Yeah. Pretty much. I think I'm just... I think for a while you were five minutes-ish ahead of me. We were, like, playing side-by-side. We weren't playing side-by-side, but, like... Right, yeah. In our games, progress-wise. And now I think you're five minutes ahead. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think think you were five minutes ahead for a while, and now I'm a little bit ahead, so... I mean, it doesn't... Where we are doesn't really matter. It's just fun to, you know, well, try and keep pace with each as other. As a chronic progr- procrastinator, it's I usually, I start my games off right, I'll get like ahead for a while, and then I'll stop playing, because I'm so far ahead. <laughs> You're just so far ahead, and then pretty soon I just kind of creep back in. <laughs> that, that like last week, I'm like, I've got to beat the game! <laughs> well, you see, I have the advantage because I schedule my gameplay. So because I play on Twitch so much, I and... For you guys who don't know, I play on Twitch almost as many of our games as I possibly can. Sometimes I skip some time, um, some games depending on what they are, if I have the equipment to play on Twitch or not. But um, yeah, so typically we're playing the games live on Twitch, and I have been playing Final Fantasy VIII on Twitch, and it's been a lot of fun. But yeah, because I, I schedule out my days where I play, you know, between three and four hours, um, three days a week at least, uh, you know, I'm constantly making progress. So for you, Kaylee, to be, you know, if there you get no way, schedule. you can easily get way ahead in like two or three days. And then if you drop it for a week or two, I will slowly right. catch up <laughs> with you, you know? So yeah, I could see where that would be a problem. But um, yeah, I've been playing Final Fantasy VIII as well. Um, I have been playing a little bit of Fall Guys. Uh, we have it. Kind of I haven't it. played it at all. Oh yeah, yeah. I probably should. It's it's it fun. fun. It's really just a fun little thing to do, just because. It looks like it'll get boring after a while. Yeah, it does. After a few rounds, it's like, well, that was fun. <laughs> but it's nice to kind of have a game to just pick up and play for a little bit, and then stop whenever you're yeah. done. So from that point of view, it's nice. But yeah, other than that, that's been pretty much it. Um, I, again, I've been trying to stream as much as I can to get a chance to hang out with people, but... Speaking of, you've been uh, playing Triple Triad. With, yeah. With the, with the community. That's and that's been, so been much fun. fun. Yeah, yeah. That's been a really cool thing that I came up with, you know, in the middle of the night. <laughs> I a good plan. Basically, for people who don't know, when you're on Twitch, you... Uh, and you're, the person you're watching is an affiliate, you can slowly gain these channel points. And our channel, we call them Crystal Shards for yeah. now. I might change it in the future, but they're Crystal Shards right now. So as you are watching and, you know, talking in chat and, you know, interacting, you build points. And then you can spend those points on channel re- redemption in some form um for example there's one a a lot of other channels do this the hydrate where you kind of make the person hosting the channel you you make them take a drink of whatever they have um but a fun one that i added for final fantasy 8 has been the triple triad where basically i put a grid on screen and then give you the 
the ability to control the card game. And if you win, awesome. If you don't, it's not a big deal. Like it just gives you an opportunity to hang out and try your hand yeah. at triple triad. And yeah, I have had a lot of fun with that. I'm worried about it getting a little more complicated later, but I think that so far it's been pretty good. And, uh, the, people playing have seemed to have a lot of fun doing it so that's that's been nice yeah, it's been really fun so yeah if you guys want to hang out and play some triple triad and watch me play final fantasy 8 you guys are welcome to it's uh twitch.tv forward slash zap night uh but yeah you can just do a search for zap night or it's on like everything like we put we post all of our links to everything on every single video on every single podcast episode so it's on our website so you guys can check us out and come hang out i would really appreciate it the more people in there hanging out and chatting the better we also got our discord down yeah we have our discord so um that's another awesome place to come and hang out and just say hi and um, right now there's not a ton of people in there, but once we have a few more people, we'll probably do more stuff in there. I really want to do like watch, watch movies or anime or something, but because there's not really very many people in there to do that, it's not super fun right now. So once we have a few more people, we'll probably start doing cool stuff like that and give you guys a little bit of a chance to help decide what video games we're going to play or maybe um like thrift shop suggestions or something like that it's but also just general chatting yeah exactly get a chance to talk with us just, and just chat yep talk games or anything yeah yeah really just, just a place to, to hang talk. out um also oh um i was thinking about re playing the old podcast episodes on twitch like during the day so another little thing to hang out like i'll i'll probably just set my computer to just play it and then i will hang out in the chat and talk with you guys while the episode is playing but i'll make it very clear that it's a re it's a rerun episode it's just us and you know i'm i'm talking in chat with whoever wants to be in there uh but yeah blah 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 just stuff to talk about. <laughs> well, that's what Zap Chats is all that's about. That's exactly it. We're we're chatting about the Zap part of our Zap Chats. That's it. Yep, yep. That's it. No. <laughs> <laughs> we're done. No. Um, so let's see. Uh, how have you been doing on Final Fantasy VIII? Um, I've been doing pretty good. Been I don't know. I feel like I'm ahead of the game. Like I'm pretty caught up. On how how many hours do you think you have in it? I think I know I've got at least at least eleven hours in. I hit twenty. Really? Yeah, I hit twenty. Well, maybe I'm more than eleven hours. I don't know. Um, I I think I've spent too much time. Oh, maybe drawing and doing a lot of triple triad. Too. Yeah, I've done a lot of triple triad. Yeah, uh, maybe it is then that you've been doing. A lot. Well, I've been spending a lot of time drawing too, but. Because, like, I've got a lot of, like, ma- capped out yeah, me too. magic. What I've been doing as far as, like, magic management is I've been taking the the people who have 100 magic, I will cut 20 off and give it to somebody else that's not in my party. So, like, I constantly am skimming off the top a few so yeah. that... Everyone a- can be drawing. Everyone yeah. can draw anything Helps. just to kind of keep keep it rolling, keep magic stocked. Because you can change your junction around. You can do the junction swap. And essentially it will take all of your magic and everything from one character to another. Which is really nice for these characters that are constantly jumping around. But um, yeah, it also gives you a chance to always be drawing something. You know, speaking of the junction <clears throat> system. I, I understand not everyone's a fan of it. I don't think it's that hard to comprehend. It's not hard to comprehend at all. Plus, you get the chance to do the auto-junction, too, where it just does it for you. And that's what I've been doing. Like, I've just been auto-junctioning, and it's it's I mean, they've got... They walk you through it. There's an obvious button for a tutorial if you have need help. And it seems like a lot of people don't... I think it's it's a more interesting option than, uh, like... 
you know, learning your abilities and learning... I mean, the, you get your, like, limit breaks and stuff. But I think it's just a good alternative to, like... You don't have magic points. Like, it's just how much magic you've drawn. I just... I like the twist of, uh... It definitely is a different take to the traditional Final Fantasy. Um, it... I feel limited, though, on what I'm able to do. Because... You're only given four action slots. Oh, so like I see. you can you have your attack. Everybody has an attack, but then you can equip, you know, magic, GF, draw, card. There might be more, but you're only given three of those options that are optional. <laughs> so like you don't, you know, you have to you have to balance that well, which is a part of the strategy, but it also feels limited to what I'm able to I can do. I see that. Yeah, I've run into that a few times. I also am a little disappointed that there is no equipment because essentially your junctioning is your equipment, which again is fine, but it just feels like you're missing something. I'm missing yeah. that. Yeah, I'm missing going to the next town, buying the newest equipment, and trying to, you know, build money that way. Where now, literally, I have no reason to stop into the stores at all because I don't need potions necessarily because I have all of the drawn cures and curas and life, and I have everything that I need. I don't really need to buy anything. I guess I just. Always associated it as, I, I mean, we're, this isn't uh, the podcast for this game, to be fair, but, like, you have your opposing <clears throat> country, like, they have actual equipment, like, the guards all have their yeah, armor that's true. and stuff, yeah. and I feel like that maybe they're <clears throat> trying to get that it's a specialty thing for, like, the seeds, you know what I mean? Cause, yeah. like, which... Not that it, they're, it's limited to just seeds, but, like, you know, they're more GF-heavy, which is what you need for junctioning. You need your GF, and I feel like maybe that's why there's not... They don't have as much armor, because they have their junction yeah, system. That's, that's I don't know. interesting way to think about it. I don't know the Final Fantasy VIII lore quite as much as I do many of the other Final Fantasy games, um, but I feel like... That the GF system is heavy in the lore, but, like, we haven't explored it at all. So I don't know if that's something to come or what, but, like, you know, you, you are introduced to the game, and then you go and fight this GF in the fire cave, which ends up being Ifrit, and they don't really explain more than that, you know? I, it's just funny. If memory serves, I think they do eventually. Do they? But I think it's also one of those things that you gotta really pay attention to. You gotta to. hunt for, maybe? Um, but yeah. But we can save that for the podcast, Right, yeah, obviously. yeah, yeah. This is, a, this is just talking <laughs> yeah. about our, kind of our first thoughts of the game, I, I so guess. So what you're saying, essentially, is you there's still a lot of questions. Yeah, yeah, there absolutely is. I mean, what what's going on with the sorceresses <clears throat> and you know what what's going on with laguna like i know the story so i kind of have a general idea of how things are going to play out but it's fun to see it i don't know i feel like doing it for the podcast and i felt this way with multiple games that we've played in the past i'm really focusing on You're the game this time trying to get it right <laughs> yeah. and i'm i'm absorbing more right. of the story that they're trying to tell me and this time around i feel like the mysteries are still there even though yeah i, I know where they're going and i understand like laguna what is what you're experiencing in the dream sequences is Laguna from the past or whatever. But like, I, I'm enjoying this. Like, what is this Laguna story that they're trying to tell me, you know, because I never really got it before. And, you know, we've talked last time I played final fantasy eight was like a while ago, like more than five, five plus years yeah, ago. Yeah. And, um, when I played it, I just like plowed through the game, trying to get the story and I still don't feel like I got the story. <laughs> you were trying to just get it out of the way. Yeah, probably. I was. Because I was I was playing all of the Final Fantasy games, and I kind of shoved Final Fantasy VIII under the rug. 
And this time around, I'm really, I'm buckling down. I'm playing it the way it's meant to be played. I'm fully enjoying the battle system. I'm fully enjoying the story. And I'm I'm excited to see what the rest of the game holds. What I'm finding interesting is, I also it's also been a really long time for me since I've played 8. But I did play 8. The last time I played 8, I really sat down and absorbed everything. I'm still doing stuff I have no memory about zero yeah do not recall any like i'm like this is new <laughs> was this always here all that kind of stuff has any part of the game bugged you yet um like as far as story and stuff not necessarily story just like in general like maybe the story has bugged you but i mean just like is has there any part been like ugh, this is terrible i have one in particular that i want to talk about but i was curious what you thought um not so far. I, I'm kind of irritated with some of the characters. Oh yeah, but me too. I, I'm waiting for like character development. I guess. Yeah. Um. I am playing the remastered edition, and I'm very upset. <laughs> I am seeing things all the time. Like, so there's a part where your main character falls, and he has to like side side crawl off oh, of his yeah, beam. Yeah. And he gets to the end and just disappears. Just uh, he does that in my game, does too. Does he? Yeah. Oh, see, I, I'm also at the mercy of trying to figure out what was in the original and what wasn't. There's a lot of that. I'm like, was this how it was in the original? But, like, the backgrounds, they took the... I, I realized they had to rebuild this game. Mm-hmm. But they did it so badly. <laughs> the, the, the character models, beautiful. They really are beautiful. They, like... They like butchered how they took every like they did they cut corners. So some of the NPCs are static. They don't move at all. And they're still pixelated. At one point I walked up to someone to talk to them. It was a static person. So it may as well have just been a statue. It was like I was talking to it. It looks really freaking confusing. Like yeah. it's it's pretty bad. And there's just like little things that you're like, oh, this is probably a problem with the two different like this probably wouldn't be like that in the original. Yeah. Um, I can't say upsetting. I've noticed that there there are a few characters that just kind of like sit, but they don't seem any different than any other RPG that I've played of this era. I mean, there are characters that just stand still, but when you talk to them, they kind of have a a bounce to them. Yeah, this is this is a static person. Part yeah. of, it's part of the background. You can tell weird. it's part of the background. I'll have to show you later. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's weird. It's pretty bad. You can just tell that they've cut... Like, some of the NPCs have been redone, and the others are still static pixels. I mean, it's just... It's bad. They, you can tell where they've cut out places so you can see... Like, there's a, uh, a balcony at one point, and they, like, cut out the balcony of the background so you can see them walk by... But it's so freaking obvious. Yeah. Which, I mean, what can you do? But on the other hand, it's like, why? <laughs> you don't feel like that that is a high enough quality product to be I putting guess. out there? It's like, I realize they had to rebuild it, but like, to remaster it and just kind of be like, eh, here's what we've got the, our best. The correct way to have done it would have been to use the rebuild infrastructure as your base and then, like they did with the character models, where they made them look nice and clean, you're going to have to contract out somebody to redo the backgrounds as well. And that would have been the correct way to do it. You know, yeah, spend the extra money to make it look really good, and then, you know, have it be the same. You know, you're not spending money on a new battle system. You're not spending money on, you know... I think in their just defense, though... The graphics, I feel like, should have been... If you're going to enhance any of the graphics, it all should have been enhanced. Not just, we'll pick and choose what we want to enhance. The problem is, though, is there is so many different backgrounds and stuff. And you don't want to... Well, you don't want to make it... Kind of like the character models versus the background. They stick out. Like, it's just... They stick out bad. Not bad, but, like, it's obvious, I guess. Mm-hmm. And at that point, if you're going to be redoing the backgrounds, like, you might as well just redo the whole game. I guess. Yeah, but I feel like because the backgrounds, some of them are dynamic, like where um, when you're inside that capital where you do Galbate, this. Galbate. No, no. Uh, the sorcerer's thing. It's like. Dol. Dol. Dolly. Dol. It's either Dulce or Dol. <laughs> yeah, I know. They're so bad. I don't know. Anyway, it, it's where you fight the sword, the, the yeah. par- where their parade is. Yeah. And when you're walking through, and, and that's not the. 
that's not the only town that does it, but that one in particular I noticed where like as you walk through the as you're walking through the background, the focus changes mm. and that's a really cool effect, but that's what I mean by dynamic. Like sometimes the backgrounds themselves are dynamic, how like it's focused on you. So like the front, the foreground is blurry, but the background, right. you know, the further distant background is in focus. And then as your character walks closer to the camera, then the background will blur out. And then the foreground I is yeah. in, in, in focus. focus. So, like, it's dynamic in that way, and I'm sure that that would be hard to create, but, like, I could probably do that in Photoshop pretty easily. <laughs> so, you know, I mean... Yeah. Not, you know... It, it's just, I feel like it would be an easy fix for them to just hire someone to go... Here's here's a file of every single one of our backgrounds. They just need to be cleaned up, sharpened up, re, redrawn. Right. If they need to be redrawn, redrawn. Spend the time, spend the money, and get it right. And then have a good quality port of the game that you can send to future generations. Like, if that, if it was done that way, playing Final Fantasy VIII on a PS5 would look amazing. Right. Yeah, it would still be a little clunky because it's originally a PS1 game, but... But... We digress. That's not even what I was going to talk about as far as bugging. Um, the uh, the prison was such a mess <laughs> to me. Oh, it was yeah, just like okay. Uh, so corners. you you play as Zell for a little while, and you're trying to find the the other party members' weapons. Well, I went down, and I went all, all the, way. the way down. Realize that there you. was nothing there. You get all the way to the bottom and there's nothing there. Go all the way back up. It's like two floors. It is like two floors up. <laughs> and like, oh, all right. Well, then you rejoin with your party members and then you go all the way back up or all the way back down and then all the way back up. And then you split into two teams and one team goes all the way down and the other team goes all the way up. And then you flip flop and then you're going all the way back down again and then all the way back up again. It's like, well, oh, not my gosh. And every level looks exactly, exactly the, the same. same. And you got to walk all all the way in a circle. Some of them you could actually cut. There were shortcuts, yeah. But, like, if you're not paying attention... You miss it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of... that. So far, that's been the most annoying dungeon, if you want to say it's a dungeon. Mainly because nothing changes. Every level's exactly the same. Every, you know, the, the monsters are the same monsters you've been fighting, you know, recently. So nothing's new there. Like, it just... I don't know. It was very bland to me. Just, but it gets more interesting. Oh yeah, thankfully. But yeah, I get it. I understand. And so far, like that's been the only one that's been like, really, come on. But overall, I've really enjoyed the game. I've enjoyed the story. I enjoyed the direction that they're heading. Um, so you were really worried you were gonna not like this game yeah because the battle system so i was really worried about the battle system that i wouldn't understand like i understand how to junction that the the status stuff doesn't bother me it's the leveling because i've heard so many people talk about not leveling your characters in final fantasy 8 and i didn't understand why and i didn't bother doing any research that's part of the problem (laughs) um but my first Either my first or my second playthrough, somebody jumped into chat on Twitch and told me what was going on with um, the battle system, why you don't want to level up. And the gist is the game levels up with you. So as your characters level up, the the enemies get harder and it scales. Yeah. Right. So... um. The trick is to keep your party's level as low as possible so that the game difficulty stays the same, stays consistent. Even though the boss's difficulty goes up, but it still is scaled down to your level. And then you use the junction system to beef up your stats so that, you know, essentially your stats are always the same because you're not leveling up, but you're using the magic as your stat supplement. So, yes, you can play it leveling up, but I think it's harder that way. Yeah. According according to what I understand of the game. I could be wrong, but that's that's how I get it. I think there used to be a challenge out there where you beat the game at level one. <laughs> yeah, I think the <laughs> PlayStation version, <coughs> like the PS4 port, or mm. maybe maybe the Steam. Anyway, they have a reward or... um. 
a trophy for keeping your party under level five or something like that. So, you know, it is, it is a thing that you, and, and it does, the more that you play, the more you understand the game is kind of built for that because things like bosses don't give you any experience points, which is interesting to have that built into the main game. So like, it's almost like they planned to, yeah, try not to level up this time. Yeah. But I feel like there's no point then in fighting enemies. So like the majority of my enemies, I either am running away or I'm transforming them into cards. And the cool thing about the cards is if you transform them into cards, you don't get experience, but you get the card and you get AP for your GFs. So uh, it's, it's, it's weird. <laughs> I, but that's kind of what I like about this game. It it's makes just, you think vastly different from any other of the Final Fantasy games. I just appreciate it, I guess. Yeah, I agree. I don't I don't know what my favorite system is quite yet, but I like how 7 and 8 stand out. Yeah. Know? Yeah. I think that 7 and 8 are similar in the way that your characters don't mean anything. They can be whatever they, they can want. be whatever they are. Like literally I have three character let's let's call them character slots. So like <laughs> I have three character slots. I make sure those three slots always have the best magic. They have, you know, the best the I, I have all of them split with their GFs evenly so that uh, right now all three of those slots both have two GFs. And whenever a party member gets swapped, I just swap their yeah. um, their junction. So essentially, those character slots are always the same and they're always growing. But it the character that those character slots are in are different. So like really, the only thing that's changing between characters is the who you're fighting. With. Maybe maybe your base stat. If your characters have a base stat, I don't really know. They, they probably do. And then if your character has a different, like, limit break. And that's the only thing that's rotating out. Yes, but then you've got, like, Quistus, who's your blue mage. She can learn magic. Uh, Renoa eventually yeah, kind of like, switches up. They don't... That's only in their limit breaks, though. I mean, it's not like... I suppose, but, like... I agree with you. I just am saying, I feel like you at least... It's not like... Like, no matter what... They have the same kind of weapons all the time. Like you're, it's not like you're changing their jobs. Where technically they right, have yeah, the ability to yeah, do any I know, magic. I know what you mean. I guess technically, if you wanted to keep it that way, you could just be okay. This person is solely focused on white, you know, white magic. You could, stuff. yeah, you. Could. If you really felt inclined to, maybe some people do. But like when it's just you sitting there drawing all the time and then switching giving it to every person then that's pretty much what i'm doing but too I mean, and i realize we haven't played 10 yet but like eventually you get to the point in final fantasy 10 where everyone can be everything well yeah but from that point of view and again we haven't played 10 but like from that perspective 10 yeah everybody's on the same grid but they all have different starting points and that starting point changes everything. So like Lulu's starting point is in the black mage section. So like she doesn't have a choice, but to be <laughs> black mage for a while. And then you kind of can give her, right. you can send her in the white mage direction or you could send her in a different direction. So, you know, you, from that perspective, yeah, you're right. They can learn, they can be in all of them, but because of their starting position where, you know, no, Final Fantasy VIII and Final Fantasy VII both kind of had this, like, they have the one weapon type, and that's the yeah. only unique feature about them. So, I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. It's just... No, we're just I chatting. know. I know. <laughs> um, so, going back to... Going back to your um, uh, complaint about the the remaster... Let's talk about Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles a little bit. No! <laughs> I know. I meant to. I know. Uh, full disclaimer, I haven't played Crystal Chronicles. I haven't. The, did you play I've, the demo? No, I didn't play oh. the demo. Um, we could play it if you wanted to, um, but I haven't played the remaster. I have played the original, so I yes. know what I'm talking about. Uh, I've watched the game played, and I've read enough about it that I feel like... Um, my point of view is justified. 
Spill the tea. Um, but you know, I, I haven't actually played it, so I don't know firsthand what the game is like. Start uh, from the beginning. So yeah, the story <clears throat> of me wanting to play Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered. We were all on board with it. So excited. The concept is so great because Crystal Chronicles is made to be this multiplayer game. Not necessarily MMO style, but like the original was designed so that you sat down in your living room with four friends or with three friends, you and three friends to play this game. And those friends could kind of be interchangeable to some degree, but you still had your party. And then you just invited your friends over from day to day and you continued the story as a group. So transferring over that and I'm I'm not going to go into the details about the gameplay, but transferring that to modern day technology, the concept is great where you can play with the same three people on a daily basis where you all go and go on this adventure together, just like the original. And then Square Enix was like, "Mm, no, let's not (laughs) do it that way. So, okay, from a concept point of view, it was amazing. And they announced that they were working on this. I was stoked. Like, I was, like, over the moon excited for this game. And um, then they were talking about pre-orders. And, you know, that time came. First off, it got delayed. And then it finally came back around again. And then it was up for pre-order. And we all found out that the the pre-orders were digital only for the entire world, except for Japan. (laughs) So I'm like, no problem. Right? Because typically the Japan games are the same game, even though it's physical. It's usually the same game, but you just pick your, your language option. Well, then come to find out that the Japan game, you can't pick your language option. And here, I had already gone and pre-ordered the physical edition for us. Yeah. And, um, you know, then word came out that you don't get to pick your language. So, like, well, there's no point in keeping these games. So, I canceled my order for the for the pre-order of the physical Japanese edition. And I thought, eh, no big deal. I'll just order it digital when it gets released, the release date came and words started filtering out through the channels about how terrible this was. And I'm like, no, we're, done. we're not even going to play it anymore <laughs> because uh, the slot that we were going to start playing final fantasy eight was going to be crystal chronicles. Like we had moved everything around to make space for crystal chronicles because we were so excited about the game. And then it came out and now we don't want to play it anymore. Well, we even contemplated just buying one game and play because you could play multiplayer in your only your region, which right. sucked for me because I had people I could have played with. Right, and and that's that was the other big problem was that depending on what region you're playing in, the people in that region or AKA that server. So like, right. the North America has a Square Enix server that we'd be playing out of, but they don't talk to each other. So there is no playing with people in the UK or playing with people in Japan, which is really frustrating because a lot of us have contacts overseas. But then on top of it, if let's say that I went to play on your game, my friend, from what I've heard, it might've changed since then. I don't know, but my friend code would only, our codes to match up would only last 30 minutes. Oh, really? I didn't know about that. And it doesn't progress my game. So if yeah, we I didn't advance know through a dungeon, I don't advance in that dungeon in my game. Right. And that was the number one reason why we decided against playing it. Because there is no, there is absolutely no reason for us to play the game. So me and you, and then we had two other people on the line to play this. And we would have had to have played the same game four times four times to be able to make progress with all of us. And it's just not worth it. It's not it's well, not right. As you remember, some of those dungeons are freaking long. Yeah, they are. And, you know, it's just it's dumb. Now we did kind of throw around the idea of having my my game would have been like the main game and I would stream it so that, you know, all of us would get the opportunity to experience the 
to experience the story, but, um, you know, we would just be pretty yeah. much playing on my file, but, you know, whatever. But it just... It, it just was so dumb. It the way that they had be things. This way. Exactly. I a lot of people that I had been talking to were so excited. Uh, we like we canceled our pre order, like you said, which sucks. It really sucks. Yeah, I was really looking forward to this game, and it just it, it seemed like as the closer it got, more bad news. Yeah, more bad. Like, and that's anytime, exactly it. Anytime I would see any news about Crystal Chronicles, I already knew it was bad news. Or like every time I just get more disappointed, yeah, more disgusted. It's like I'm done. I'm not even. And I feel this. like that Square Enix, in particular, I don't know about other companies, and I'm sure that this holds true with a lot of different companies making remasters and HD remakes and whatever. But I feel like Square Enix has been so lazy with this. And there's no reason for it. Just pump a little bit more money into it, make it look amazing, and people will want to buy it. They pushed out an announcement that they were fixing stuff. It was just bugs. Yeah. It, they didn't even address all of the problems. That's we because were the problem the problems that we have with the game, they're not gonna fix. Because it would it would be an entire overhaul of the entire game. There'd be no way. And I understand why they did it this way. What they were aiming for was me as a player, I'm playing the game and progressing the story. If I get to a dungeon and I want help, I can send out a beacon saying, hey, I need help with this. And my friends could join in or random people can join in and you go and take down the dungeon. And then all those people that you're playing with, they have their own games that they're progressing with as well. So I understand where they're coming from, but from a perspective of playing the original and wanting that experience again, it wasn't going to happen. And there was no point in playing the game if we're not going to get the experience that right. we're expecting to get. I just, it was so disappointing. It was really disappointing. Well, and we really have been looking forward to it since, what, November last oh, year? Oh man, it's been a while. Whenever it was announced, and it's remember. it's been a while. I remember being excited about it, though. Because Crystal Chronicles is a unique, fun game. And then they go and destroy it. <laughs> and, you know, I, we've kind of talked about trying to make Crystal Chronicles work, you know, locally, the original Crystal Chronicles. Yeah. But it's so difficult because we're all adults. And trying to find time to play on a regular basis to have the game beat within a reasonable amount of time is very difficult. We're too old. It's just, it's hard because, like... I only have certain times that I'm available to play and to stream and like, it doesn't really mesh very well with your schedule. Right. So like trying to do, and even really doing it on the weekends for you to be gone every weekend well, and it's is a long game. difficult. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's about 30 hours. So like to play every single weekend, it would probably take us, you know, five weekends to do and it, it, it that's a lot of time to be away and yeah. you know you know you got to deal with a child who you know you may not necessarily be able to leave with your husband right. or and and him being here would just stir and it just it's unrealistic <laughs> it at is this point. yeah it is and that's kind of what we were hoping with crystal chronicles the new remaster. and that's what, what would have been awesome is that we could have all kind of gotten on you know in the evening and i know but it just doesn't work just doesn't doesn't happen that way i have contemplated trying to figure out and i'm sure i'm not the only one to think about this but try to figure out how to do it like emulation style where essentially you would remote into my computer and you would control one controller oh gosh, and I've i would control i would control another controller we have not talked about this and i thought about it <laughs> i wondered if that would work at all I, like the theory is great but i don't know like I, i'm no developer yeah. whatsoever so like there would already have to be tools in place to be able to do that but it's possible like i can't i don't see why it wouldn't be possible i just don't know how it's done so yeah something to think about i could look into it i'm sure that there's a way to emulate that but the problem is you've got game boy screens that you got to deal with and that's part yeah. of the issue like my computer's powerful enough to be able to handle that kind of computing but like i just don't know if it's been designed to be able to handle that. If they had just done it right the first I know, time. I know, it's ridiculous. 
And we were pulling out hope that maybe eventually these things would be like ironed out and fixed. But yeah, you're right. I don't think these things will be. I I think the problems, I think the problems are too big that they're just not going to. They, they, it would be, they would need the game. It would cost, (laughs) it would cost too much for them to completely overhaul the game to fix the problems that, that we have with it. I guess, but like 90% of it was all digital. I know. Well, and I'm not saying that they couldn't fix it with a patch. I'm just saying that the manpower that it would take oh, to they, yeah. redesign it. They're, I mean, look at how they are with Final Fantasy VIII. The, the last thing I want to do is pour more money into it. <laughs> but the funny thing is, is if they do that, they would get all of us to buy it. I would buy it. That's the thing. Like, I have a love-hate thing about ports. Because, like, Chrono Trigger has been ported to death, I feel like, mm-hmm. for an example. Well, Final Fantasy VII yes, is on, like, literally every system. And it's great that it has all those options, but it, to me it's just like, buy this again, but for this t- this screen, well, buy it again, but for this screen. Yeah, I felt that way with Crystal Chronicles, the physical edition, because I really wanted to have a physical copy of the game, but then I was upset that it was Japan only, so I was just going to buy it anyway. Well, then it's like, well, you can't buy it in Japan because you're not going to be able to understand it. So I'm, I was really reluctant already to buy the digital edition because I have this feeling like if it does, if it does well, they could re-release it for physical in the U S and then I'd be buying the freaking game again. And I'm not. I don't like doing that. There's no reason for me to buy the digital edition and then turn around and buy the physical yeah. edition two months later. It's just stupid. So I don't think the game did very well, so I can't imagine they're going to do a physical edition. But, but if they did, it's one of the things we talked about. It was like, it, they did us dirty then. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that would exactly. Be really... and, and they know that the fans who wanted this game they would buy are, it are buying it day one, and they know that half of those fans, at least, are physical collectors. So they're going to buy it again. And it's just... You did uh, it dirty. It's, it's annoying. It is, it's sad. This has been... It's 2020. I know, it is. The curse of 2020. It's, it's just it's been, been a tough. Bad year. Oof. It was supposed to be the good year. I know. I know. But, I mean, that said, there is some really cool stuff on the horizon coming from Nintendo. Um, They just had a Nintendo Direct. Have you seen it? I haven't, but we pre-ordered the stuff. Oh, yeah? (laughs) So, um, I don't remember exactly what they announced, but the biggest thing was that they are doing this um, 35th anniversary of Mario. And first off, that makes me feel pretty old. And <laughs> second, um, no, it it's great. They they're doing all this fun stuff for it. So they um they kind of teased that you know they had Mario All Stars came out for the 25th anniversary. They they redid Mario All Stars for the Wii, but this time around for the 35th anniversary, they have Mario All-Stars, but they're doing this 3D edition where it is um, Mario um, 64, Mario Sunshine, and Mario Galaxy in one cartridge for the Switch. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. And the cool thing is, I feel like Nintendo has done really good with their ports of their own games. So I feel like that it's going to be a good a good thing. I think it's going to be exactly the same game that we're expecting just, you know, remade for the switch. And I'm really excited for it. Um, I pre-ordered it also mainly because the pre-orders for that game was physical limited. So like (laughs) day, day in basically, basically day one, if you get your physical edition, they may only sell a handful more after day one. So if you want a physical edition, pre-order it as soon as possible. So I, I did, I pre-ordered mine on Best Buy. Um, so I should get it and it's coming soon. Like we're, we're recording this on sometime before the 15th. And I think it comes out on the 18th. So like by the end of this week, we should have it. Um, so that's really exciting. Uh, on top of that, they're also doing, um, a port of the Wii U game, uh, Mario 3D World. I think it's 3D World. 3D World or 3D Land. 
Um, either way, they're they're reporting that, and then they're adding some extra stuff to that game, which is kind of nice. I really liked the Mario 3D game. I think I think 3D World was on the Wii U, and 3D Land was on the uh, the D or the 3DS. In any case, you get the idea. I feel so old. <laughs> do you not understand what I'm talking no, about? No, I do, but like. You're, you're referring to them in past tense like they're old, and it's well, like, oh my are. gosh. Yeah, they are. Um, now, another cool thing that they're doing is they are releasing a Game & Watch edition. Um, I think it is. It, it's celebrating this 35 Mario, 35 years or whatever. Um, but Game & Watch was Nintendo's like original handheld system, and this is what... This was prior to the Nintendo. This is what put Nintendo in the gaming market was Game & Watch. And I, do you know the history of Game & Watch? Mm -hmm. Okay, so they were essentially these like little handheld um, dot matrix games where they were just like pixels on the screen. And you know that game with the like balls that go... That, yeah. It's like the guy juggling the balls? Yeah. That is Game & Watch. I that see. is like the game. Um, they made different games for Game & Watch series, but that was, like, the game. So, yeah, it was it was just a little handheld device that you could... Some of them had a little flip screen that you could flip open, and then you would play. Just like those, like, cheapo... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, anyway, they're building one of those, but it's going to have Super Mario on it. The original Aww, Super Mario Bros. That's cute. And they're doing, like, special edition stuff in there. And it's only going to be, like, 50 bucks. So I'm really excited for that. It's got a really good screen on it. I think they're similar screens to the um, Game Boy Advance Micros. The, like, really sharp, small yeah. screens. And it just looks good. So I think that's kind of fun. Aww. Um, trying to remember what else was on the... Uh, what else was on um, the Nintendo Direct? But I think that that, that was the, yeah, highlights. Those, the highlights. Those three things, from my perspective, <laughs> were the highlights. Plus Animal Crossing Lunchables. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, they're, they're also doing Animal Crossing stuff for this Mario event. So they're making some items for Animal Crossing. Mario items in Animal Crossing. I don't know if you got to pay for that, but but yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Animal Crossing Lunchables. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I actually ate a Lunchable. <laughs> Me either. It's been a while. I liked the nachos. I liked the pizza. Yeah. <laughs> pizza was the best. It didn't taste that great. It, it didn't, but it like it had a very specific taste. Yeah. <laughs> that it was like... Mm, a lunchbox pizza. Well, it <laughs> wasn't even really pizza. pizza. It was like an oversized soggy cracker yeah. <laughs> that you would put sauce and cheese and maybe some tiny pepperonis on. And it was like, mmm, cold cheese. On a soggy cracker. On a soggy cracker. Kids will eat anything. Mmm. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it had its own, it was a very specific flavor. So like, if you're craving that flavor, that's what you would go and get. Like, there's nothing else to substitute that. And if you slap a Mario on the front, or Animal Crossing in the ching yep. That's all it takes. And there's a code somewhere on the box. <laughs> Yeah, an amiibo, like the cereal. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, well, yeah. I, I bought the cereal for the amiibo that I never used, but did I have it. you eat the cereal? I did eat the cereal. Good for you. It was like Lucky Charms. <laughs> <laughs> you should have saved it with the cereal and sold it for big Oh, man, big you're bucks. right. I totally should have. I did save the box, but <laughs> I didn't save the cereal. Because I wanted to eat the cereal. I hungry. I wanted to experience this game. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. So, um, we're going to continue on with uh, Final Fantasy VIII. Um, I, don't, I don't see us beating it this month. Really? You think we're going to? I, maybe I'm just so optimistic because I'm still, like, ahead of the game. Well, like, mathematically, I'm playing about three hours... Three hours, three days a week, I should be able to beat it by the end of the month. But, like, thinking of it lo logically, I don't feel like I'm going to make it. But, I mean, we could try if you wanted to try. I'll just see how things pan out. You know, yeah. me, I'll eventually stop here in a little bit. And <laughs> <laughs> You'll get busy with something else. Yeah. Minecraft will yes, start to seep I'll in. I'll start playing Minecraft <laughs> again. Why not? 
Um, no, but if we don't if we don't review Final Fantasy VIII this month, we'll probably do it. We'll we'll definitely do it next month, but we'll probably do something else small for this this month's playthrough. So we've been throwing around the idea of doing like B Simulator, or there's a bunch of other like indie games that are small and short. Um, Gris is one of them that I've been really wanting to play. So I don't know if we're going to stream that or not, but we'll definitely sit down um, before the end of the month to play something quick to kind of fill that time slot for the next podcast episode. So yeah, so we got plans coming up. We got stuff that we're doing. Um, I kind of am planning on jumping right into Final Fantasy IX after Final Fantasy VIII. Ah, we'll see, I'm but excited. that's kind of the plan. And then I think after Final Fantasy IX, we'll probably take a break and play something else for a little while. You don't want to play Final Fantasy X? I do, but I'm so nervous for Final Fantasy XI. Oh. <laughs> Final Fantasy X is a n- really great game, and I'm so excited to play it again. But, um, yeah, it's... We'll I, I'm not excited for 11. Yeah, well. <laughs> but at least that one, it, it helps to have more friends involved. But if we don't, we could, I mean, we should still be able to beat it, just the two of us yeah. or whoever else we find while we're playing the game. But I have no idea how, how it works. I've never played an MMO before, so I have no idea what to expect. But we'll I'm sure we'll, we'll make it work. But yeah, that's that's not for that's for next year. I I'd say at this point, it's 2021's problem. We'll be we'll be lucky <laughs> if we get Final Fantasy XI in probably the end of next year. It'll be the second half. We'll be of lucky next if we year. get through 2020 at this point. I know, right? We might have an apocalypse before the end of the year. <laughs> There's still time. There's still time. There's still time for still, Sephiroth to summon that meteor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, well, we're going to end it here, guys. Thank you all so much for listening. Make sure you check us out on all of our social media. Um, also, if you could be so kind and give us a review on iTunes. Uh, we have like five reviews on there right now. So any help you can send our way on that. It doesn't matter what platform you're on. If you could just jump into iTunes and leave us a review, I would greatly appreciate Please. it. The reviews really do help boost our channel a little bit. So whatever you guys can do to help us with that would be amazing. Um, you know, we don't we don't make any money off of this whatsoever. It's really just us hanging out, having we fun. Lose money. So like we would have um, lost money on Crystal Chronicles. <laughs> <laughs> it's too true. But I'd rather pour money into the podcast. <laughs> so, you know, whatever you guys can do to support, I really appreciate it. Just spread the word. Let people know that, you know, we're we're cool people to hang out with. At least I think we are. <laughs> I think we're awesome. My mom says I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, thanks, guys, for listening. And we'll catch you guys on the first for a review of something. Bye.